Do you know what separates the men from the boys? I do. <laughs> Pat Callahan, Jared Smollett, welcome to Chubstep. That's my daughter's, you take that off. You take your shirt off, yeah. you know, you, you have a beer. I bring the beers. I bring the beers. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. I caught it. You caught it, Pat. All right. Hey, hey. Uh, first episode of 2016. Yeah. How about that? Crazy, right? Going strong. Going strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are on episode 25. Is that kind of crazy? No. Okay. <laughs> We're one episode away from like a half of a year of doing it. Oh, okay. I guess that is something. That seems a little more significant. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how was your New Year's, Pat? It was okay. I went to... Uh, kind of a local bar. It's not in Oakland, but it's called the Sock. It used, used the Sock. The Sock. It used to be called oh. the Dirty Sock. Oh God! It's like it. It almost looks like it went through Bar Rescue, to be honest with you, because a completely different place. Well, now. I mean, it's known for having too many regulars. You know, too many regulars. Yeah, I'll bring yeah, the beers. People get drunk there a lot. Very true. I'll bring the beers. But it, it was a nice deal. It was like thirty-five dollars for a wristband. You got unlimited domestic and well drinks and there was a buffet champagne toast at midnight and there was breakfast at 1 a.m but i didn't eat breakfast at 1 a.m got it that seems very reasonable compared to most of the places well you know i was in the suburbs it's not like it was in river north or wrigleyville Mm. any of those high gold coast any of those Mm -hmm. high rolling places yeah yeah even though you are a high roller you just choose not to (laughs) Hang out in now, that area. Now, explain what you mean by I am a high roller, and please give examples. Well, normally when you have your hat on, which you're not wearing right now, your slash hat, your Abraham Lincoln hat, if you will, um, top hat. <clears throat> there you go. You have it on now. That's a pretty high ro- You have your little fake cane. That's that not mine. That's just here. Okay, exactly. High roller. Um, <laughs> you have a picture of yourself on the wall. I'm with three other people. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a pretty high roller thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just seeing a lot of, you know, you work at, with the, uh, you know, with professional team. Part-time. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, hey, you know, you can play Devil's Africa to all my, to all my points, but I'm just saying, you know. High roller. I, High I roller. haven't been the, last time I gambled was at the racetrack. Ooh. So it's been a while. And you won big. Well, actually, you didn't win big. I didn't win anything at all in the you know, end. <laughs> but, but you had the potential. You I, had the potential. There was some potential. Yes. I'll still give you high roller status, man. Okay. So uh, I went up to Milwaukee. Nice. I uh, saw Mr. Dave Rudell, our oh, old friend, boy. and Jordan uh, Nedashim. Shout out to Jordan and Dave. I saw them. We were at a apartment overlooking a lot of Milwaukee. It was on like the 12th story. Nice. And it was kind of cool to see Milwaukee. I mean, does it have a great view like Chicago from? No. I like I what mean, they do with the expressway, how they got the lights going. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't see that from our view. Oh. But uh, it was cool, cool, rounded, uh, nice apartment. So it was, uh, you know, good times, great times. Great times. But it was nice because I was expecting to have to pay a lot more money because I thought we were going to be going somewhere where, you know, we'd have to get into somewhere. and ended up just staying there the whole night, so it would be perfect. You know what? Sometimes that's more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like I got, that. yeah, got to uh, yeah. Because who friends. are you gonna meet when you go out? Ooh, I'm just hoping for a celebrity to be at a bar like Brendan Fraser. The woman I love is living with a little monkey that looks like me. In Milwaukee, I could talk to him. <laughs> Isn't he from Canada? That would be awesome. Yeah, he is. Also, Indiana, but um, also Canada. So unlikely, I'd see him in Milwaukee. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, unlikely. pretty unlikely. But I would be happy if I did. You might see a Bucks player. Yeah, unlikely again. But anyway. You never know. Yeah. New year, new time. Chicago did a big event for the first time this year. You know, they had the whole star going up. I saw. Trying to rival They New had York's. Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. performing live. I did not see that. I don't listen to much of Chance, but okay. I know of him. Okay. I think he's only like a year or two younger than us. Well, yeah. we're old. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pat, you just got some tickets 
I did. <laughs> I didn't think I would get one, but I got a weekend pass to Coachella where the Guns N' Roses first reunion concert is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Now, the nice thing is, is I paid, well, I mean, it's not nice, but I paid an extra, uh, I think it was like 40-something dollars mm-hmm. to secure my ticket. So if something happens in between where the band's not playing or mm-hmm. I can't go because of some crazy reason, I don't know what my life's going to be like in April. Yeah. I Might can be get, hell. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> I could get a refund just, you know, I'd only pay like 40-something dollars. Got it. For buying the ticket. At the Got end. it. Yeah, that is good. You know, it's insurance for your ticket, basically. Big time. It was a big yes. risk. Yes. Got to risk it for the biscuit, as they say. Well, that'll be fun. That? Who yeah, says that? Well, people. Okay. I say that, at least. Okay. Um, well, when you're at this Coachella event, Pat, do you, would you... I know it's a whole weekend thing, but would you see? Uh, would you just stay the one day? I know you had to. I know you had to buy the weekend pass, but w- like. I'd plan on taking off on Thursday. Guns and Roses playing on Saturday, so I don't really okay. have a desire to see anybody on Friday. Okay. Ice Cube. You looked up. You looked up who's going to be there. I, I've seen the lineup. Got it. Ice Cube's performing right before Guns and Roses. Oh, nice! You going to so, see him? Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> going to see everybody that day. Nice. It's no, weird I mean, to think of him as mu- doing music when he does so much like acting. random acting now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, that's like Mark Wahlberg too. He used to be a musician. That's true. Now that acting's all he does. Yes, and he hates the music side yeah, of his I, life. When's the last time he performed? He's never gonna perform again. He no. hated. It. Yeah, he doesn't like looking back and seeing that he started off with the music. Marky Mark. Marky Mark, come on, man. So, people at like events like that. Oh. Well, okay, I'll go this, and then we'll go to your your weekend also. But uh, I the people that what do you think about people that just at events type things that just leave the garbage on the ground? Trashy. Do you man. do that? Do you like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're at some Bears game, which we'll review in a second. Uh, but you know, you're at some you know just any stadium, any sort of like you know theater event, even in the movie theater, and just you just leave your po- thing of popcorn. And a lot of people do that. Like, more in events than any other place, right? You mean, like, at music festivals? Music, well, music festivals, concerts. I don't uh, know about the movie theater thing. Movie theater, a lot of people just... pretty ignorant. A lot of people just leave their thing of popcorn, like, in the the cup holder. How hard is it to pick it up and throw it out? Well, none of it's hard. But that, like, that, um, you know, sporting events, all that kind of stuff. You see stuff on the ground a ton, way more there than anywhere else. I throw my stuff out. I I would feel guilty. I feel guilty throwing my gum out the window. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, because I mean, even though other people get paid to clean it up, well, how hard is it for me to carry my two or three things you right. know, to the garbage? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, totally see it all the time at stadiums. So That's I what I'm saying. What I don't, for some reason, I don't know what it is about those kind of like big events, big gatherings of people where people just are way leave a lot more trash around than other places. The only reason I could see like doing that is if. It was like you have to get out of there, and it would be way out of your way, which is kind of strange <laughs> because that, you yeah. would think there's there would be you know trash disposals all over the place. Or you wouldn't be in a huge rush to get out of you know you do your go to this concert. There's not some huge emergency that you have to leave for. Well, what if like your flight is that night? You know. Yeah. Okay. For those people, I give them an excuse, but <laughs> like Very most rare. of the trash is not what I'm seeing in these you know extreme cases. Uh huh. Yes. So Pat, you went to. I did go to the final. The final Regular Bears season game. Bears game. Bear down. Yeah, man. And your first Bears game in a while. Last time I was at a Bears game in Soldier Field was mm-hmm. before the remodel. So it was yeah. just... The Civil War was still going on. <laughs> no. Shane Matthews was quarterback. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. It's a long time ago. But, man, it was cold. It was really cold. Yeah. And I dressed for the weather. Still being still outside bad. that yeah. long. You know, the wind coming off the lake. And the it, cold seats. It, it, yeah, it was brutal. The people, oh, my God. So here's here's one thing. So this, like, marching band comes out on the field during the pregame. Yeah. And I had a beer and a cup holder in front of me. The cup holder's on, you I'll know, resting the on the seat mm-hmm. that's in front of me. And this lady just starts, beers. you know, boogieing, you know, <laughs> going to the drums. My beer starts spilling all oh, over no. the floor. I didn't say your, anything yeah, about it. Yeah, your $9 beer. Yeah. So the other thing was the person behind me just totally spilled his beer. And his name is John Cena. 
got all over the place in my shoes, so then my feet were wet. Oh, God. Oh, that much beer? Like, there was a He dropped soaking... his whole thing. Wow. Went all under my seat. Yeah. Wow. I didn't notice until my feet started getting cold, and I looked down, and it was a lot. <laughs> that game was uh, a little disappointing. It was. It was interesting to see how the production works because I, I was always really curious. Like, I know some people who work at Soldier Field, and yeah. I always ask them what was different. Yeah. And they're kind of like, there's less of a show because, you know, it's football. Football speaks for itself. Yes. Um, I was surprised they played a lot of music, like kind of like how an NBA game would be. You know how yes. the players are dribbling and mm-hmm. there's kind of, you know, they'll play some beats or something. That song. is always interesting how they just, yeah. yeah. So. They, I was surprised how much they were doing because it was like almost – it seemed like almost after every play they'd like play like 10, 15 seconds of a song until the huddle started going, and then they'd kind of fade it out. And, Got it. Uh, and then there were so many more replays. They replay every single play. Yes, that uh, that's – well, you got a little downtime between each play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of nice to see it because a lot of times you're probably missing it. But still, those replay operators, they're doing a lot of stuff that's supposed to be done later in the game, so it it may not seem like much, but that much fast pace every play could be a little difficult. Um, Yeah, there was one replay where I (laughs) – did you remember the play where it was towards the end of the first half, Calvin Johnson made a questionable catch, kind of? Hmm. It, it looked well from maybe the stands. Okay, it okay. looked like it, the ball might have hit the ground. Okay, I don't think I remember that. They got the replay out on the jumbotron yeah. as the team was lined up and they snapped the ball. So it was like it happened so fast. Wow! Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it was, crazy. It was interesting. Uh, I've never been so sick of the bear down song in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> don't think you'll be saying bear down very much. I, I like the saying the song. I, I, I don't know. I guess when yeah. you're at home, it, it's not as loud. And, yeah, know? very true, very true. So it's yeah. not a very catchy catchy tune, you know? Not it's, at all. It's like Here Come the Hawks by the Blackhawks, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not the the greatest song ever. They're no. written in like the 40s or yeah, 50s. Yeah, it's a lot of these, you know? yes, exactly, a lot of these songs. Not very modern. Yes, very true, very true. Like the Star Spangled Banner. Yes, I hear that song a lot. Yes. Yeah, it's very interesting to always hear the different renditions of that. Yeah, the different people singing it. Yeah, some people get carried away, man. They do. Yeah. They do. It's like just sing the song. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't push it. it. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Some people push it. There was a episode of Jamie Kennedy Experiment. Shout out to Jamie Kennedy, where he performed the Star Spangled Banner at a at a like you know, what what inning do they do it at a baseball field? What do you mean the national anthem? National anthem. Sorry. Yes. Na- yeah. That's before the game. Just um, like anything. It's always before the game. Okay, so. He was doing that at a minor league game, and he added, like, I don't know what it was, like six extra verses to the song. <laughs> Just like he, he wrote that, you know, he made them up. And then as he, they brought him out there as like a, you know, Grammy-nominated music recording artist. You know, they made him some fake name. He was all in costume and stuff like this. And, like, so after he does, like, the second, like, round of the song that has completely different verses, people start, like, you know, they're all still kind of standing up. And after he gets, like, you know, 12 minutes into the song, people start sitting down, and he literally gets to the point where he's, like, 30 minutes into the song. And then the mascot comes out and starts, like, whacking him so he can't right. <laughs> so he can't sing it anymore. But nobody was in on it except for, you know, him and, like, the you know, his production crew. Mm-hmm. So that always reminds me of that. Shout out to Jamie Kennedy. But what, did you have a good time at the game? Had a great was time. A good, yeah. Went with the gal pal. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, had a good time. Wish they would have won, but I mean, I guess they get a better draft pick out of it. You know, the game it wasn't a really huge advantage anything. to winning. No, really doesn't no. matter. It was all about pride, which I understand from. Well I, well, I don't understand from the team's perspective, but I could understand. You know, wanting to go out fighting and you know not throwing yes. in the towel, but yes. yeah, it, I was surprised how many people actually were at the game because it didn't mean that much. Very know? true. There were some empty rows, but yeah. it, it was fairly filled. Yeah, it's fun. Just a fun. Yeah. Event. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, wish I would have won, but it was, you know, it was cool. Definitely cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Moving on, Pat. Um, we had something last week that you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that- I followed DJ Khaled on Snapchat. Yes. It's kind of like we were talking about the radio show that I listen to in the morning. I can't stand it, but yes. I have to listen to yes. it. Same thing with DJ Khaled on Snapchat. I can't stand it, but I have to watch it. 
So I just don't like how this guy is throwing out life advice. Like <laughs> he's like a philosophy major or Gandhi or something. Yes. You know. It, okay, so it says on celebritynetworth.com yep. that DJ Khaled has a net worth of eighteen million. Okay. So a little more if, than me. It's a lot more than me, but if okay, if he wanted to give advice on how to be a musician, a DJ, a rapper, or whatever he's considered to be, that yes. would be one thing. But telling people how to live their life every day, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, he promotes rock every single day. You yes, know, alcohol. Yes, it's a so big what? advertisement. You know, yeah. obviously, yes. Number one, you're a sellout. Number two, yeah. what are you promoting <laughs> alcoholism? I, I don't understand. <laughs> and then. Every single time, he always refers to they. Yeah, they don't want you to yeah, eat breakfast. They don't want yeah, you to eat. So we they eat. don't want yeah. you to eat. Who the hell are they? Who's yeah. he talking about? The Be man. Specific. Who's it's like the, the man? man. Who's yeah. the man? Yeah. Tell me who the man is. Don't you're just the man, say yeah. they. You're the man. You're the, per- who, you're the person they? that's you're... trying to impress him right now. So you're saying I'm they? Yeah, right for this current Yeah, I, this I, current I don't care if DJ yeah. Khaled eats. <laughs> that's not a thing. I guess it's a good point. So my my yeah. point is, this advice doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But you know what? I get why he's doing it because it seems like maybe he kind of fell off a little bit, and this is his yes. big campaign. You know, yes. So funny, funny fat guy, listen to me, watch me on a treadmill, sweat my ass off, yeah. all that stuff. So the real question is, are you buying his? Are, <laughs> do you do you buy that what he's saying is real? Does he? Do you think he actually believes this, or you think he's putting on? Like, like a when character, he says a things show. like "life is like the wind," someday it's windy, someday it's calm. I think he's just completely full of shit. Yeah, I think he's just saying things to say things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't think you. he wrote a book about all this stuff that helped him achieve his, yeah, you know, money, this or that. I think he's just talking to talk. You know. Yeah. It, okay. I read recently that his net worth was at like. 13 to 15 million and then it yeah. dropped down a couple of years ago it was only at about 3 million so got it now he's got a new clothing line with all these things he's saying he's trying to make money yeah well, just yeah. anybody you know yeah don't promote this garbage <laughs> it's garbage but yeah you're still following him I'm still does he get paid on Snapchat yeah he does for the Ciroc problem I'm sure he does yeah he probably you, you can look at how many people are watching his stuff and he can be like hey I'm not gonna go on his site and buy his stuff no 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 I'm definitely not going to take. So, would you advice. recommend people uh, watch it? Because it's if it, you if you want, it, some people find it entertaining. I thought the YouTube video he put out, I, I think it was a year or two ago, about how to talk to girls. I thought it was entertaining, but at the same time, it was like, yeah, these girls are only talking to you because you have money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I'm not going to talk to a girl how you talk to a girl because it just doesn't work like that in real yes. life. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, Pat. I hear you. I've not seen the video, but I have seen his Snapchat. And, the video is just yeah. ridiculous. It's it's like, who's your inspiration? And this, like, smoking hot chicks like DJ Khaled. Like, <laughs> the smartest thing you ever said, give me a kiss. And then he goes, another one. Another one. Yeah. That's where that meme came from. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. I, that's creepy. I don't think that works in real life. I would also agree with that. Yes, it does not. Uh, having a lot of money helps. But uh, not all of us can have that. He's like, who do you love? Who do your friends love? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't. It's, it's, it's they garbage. all love Chubstep. It's Listen garbage. to Chubstep every Thursday at I'm iTunes. I'm part of the problem because I'm following him. That is. It's you garbage. are. You are part of the problem. And you're also part of the problem for promoting this on the podcast. Oh, my God. Double whammy. Double Why do whammy I even that? talk? Why do you even talk? I don't know. I don't know. Because I'll listen to you. At least me. At least I will, Pat. I was watching Tosh.0. Yesterday, Natasha Point O said yeah. something is like a podcast. Everybody's got one, but no one wants to listen to it. <laughs> That's what I'm about. I'm all about the sauce. Uh, Thanks, share Tosh. it with your friends. Thanks, Tosh. Share this episode with your friends. Chubstep every uh, Thursday on iTunes. Okay, Pat. Um, so that happened. Do you want to do some emails and then go back to some other topics? Sure. Okay. So here's some emails we got. And then we also just got a new one from Mr. Nick Russo. I'll give you this one. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read uh, this you one got, first. You got a voice for radio, my man. I do not. Hello, mates. From <laughs> Michael Thomas James. Hey, Mike. Hey, boys. Happy 2016. Boxers or briefs with a wink face. Which would you rather have to eat? Would I rather have to eat boxers or briefs? Yeah. Um, Tough question. Common question, though. <laughs> Common question. Unworn. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? 
I would have to go with boxers because they're lighter material. Okay. Okay, I hear that. Briefs are like, you know, thicker. Yeah, but you also get have less material. Yeah. Why am I eating boxers or briefs, Mike? <laughs> that's a valid it's not question. Healthy. That's a valid question. You can email us at chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. You're trying to get us some taboo. Just you know, yeah, be um, clear. I'm gonna go with the briefs just because it's less material. Less it, material. But I guess it's thicker. I wasn't really. You know, I'm still going. I'm still going with the briefs. Yeah. You just have to be devil's advocate. Yeah, I just have to be. Well, yeah, you know, people want to hear both sides of the story here. So, Mike, what were you thinking about at three twenty-one p.m. that made you ask this question? <laughs> that is That's a good, my question. Yeah, to what you. was going through your head? Can yeah. you please respond to us, Mike? What is uh, and what is your preference? Please let me. Yeah, please let your. So we got another one here from uh, Nick Russo. But this was sent, you know, a while ago. He also just sent us another one that I just saw. So I'm going to pull that up in a second. And this is from, it was actually an article from Mr. Nas E. Muhammad. It looks like Nazar, though. Interesting name. He played for the Bulls for a while, just retired recently. And his article is called The Six Toughest Players I've Ever Guarded. Not LeBron James. No. Nas was famous for pushing over LeBron yes. James in a game like two years ago. And uh, in a heat a heat bulls game. He just pushed him over to the ground. Very funny. So this article, I read it. Good article. He talks about just kind of interesting. He's, you know, he played for, I think 17 years. And so he just talks about different guys that he played against that he liked or that, you know, that he thought was a challenge. He said by far the hardest he ever had a guard was Shaq, Shaq diesel, Superman, uh, you know, the big Aristotle. He's too big. He's too big. So big guy. He said he was just impossible to stop. Basically like if you were if you were playing good defense on him, you're lucky that he didn't get 20 points and 10 rebounds. So he said it was really tough. Then the other guys, he kind of had all kind of similar, you know. Take your shirt off. You know, you, know, you, know. you have a beer. Difficulty. So he had Rashid Wallace, and he said Rashid Wallace. One of the things he said was he was one of the nicest guys off the court. He also said Dirk, Yao Ming, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett. It's kind of guys you kind of figure, except for Rashid Wallace. I wanted to put that on there. Anyway, interesting just to hear one guy's perspective. I always like Nas. He seemed like a nice guy, older guy. Now, he played for a while, like 17 years, and the NBA is a really long time. So thank you, Russo, for sharing that article with us. Um, then, Pat, do you want to read what Russo just sent me here? Sure. It's on my phone, though, instead of sauce. That's what I'm about. I'm all about okay, the sauce. Email the show, man. Yeah, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Oh, he did email the show. Yeah, he did. You didn't print it out. I just didn't print it out because it was last minute. Okay. What do you say? Hey, chubby wieners. The time is 5.20 p.m. The date is Wednesday, January... Well, it's January 6th, so you're wrong. It's not yeah. January 7th. Ooh. In the Well, wait, wait. By the time people hear this, it'll be January 7th. So he says actually... the date is Wednesday, January 7th. Okay, okay. You're incorrect, Russo. I'm sorry. I'm calling you out already. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the 2016th year of our Lord. Nice. I'm at a small <laughs> coffee shop in Lincoln Square reading Aziz Ansari's new book, Modern Romance. Great book, in parentheses. And there are two girls at the table next to me. After minutes of eavesdropping, thanks to my ADD, guess what I found out? One of the girls is studying abroad this summer in Tanzania. Tanzania. <laughs> this is where his story gets sad. I didn't tell her about Chubstep or the Nia segment. Come on. <laughs> you got to tell her, Russo. Come I on. I didn't get her to comment on the latest initiative to burn a countless number of fossil fuels there. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I failed. Sincerely, your dad. <laughs> Thanks, Russo. Thanks. That is great. I'm glad to see that they're uh, sending students over there to Tanzania. Uh, great place. Decent place, as we've learned about. And we will talk about some Tanzania news. You know, we can just skip ahead to that now. Okay. Okay. This is Tanzania news. <laughs> <laughs> the infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, oh, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, so this article is, uh, this is just how you know it wasn't written in the U.S. is because it's called Lunatics Pose a Sticky National Problem. 
Yeah, that wouldn't fly. Nobody, no U.S. newspaper would post something called lunatics. lunatics. I don't have a problem with it, but it's literally talking about people with mental disabilities. <laughs> well, that's probably, lunatics is a little much. Being politically correct. This is definitely not politically correct. Lunatics pose a sticky national problem for Tanzania. It was written today. So, uh, here's a head, headline, little, you know, sub-headline. It was reported in the press recently that Bugando Hospital in Muzwana region faces challenge of Wait, taking <laughs> Muzwana okay. uh, region. There's an M and a W next to it. Of <laughs> so region faces challenge of taking care of mental patients abandoned by relatives. Wow. This is kind of sad. Did, yeah, with the <laughs> title too. So they got the title. You got this, they got the heading. So uh, the whole thing is about basically that they're having a huge issue with people that go into mental facilities and then families just not wanting to take care of them. And that being a huge problem because a lot of times these people going to mental facilities are violent or, you know, and they're just a huge, somebody has to take care of them all the time or something like this. And this, you know, they're apparently this is enough of a problem where it's, you know, growing and growing where they just, these mental hospitals are filling up and the people are even, they're like, okay, you're okay to get out in the real world. And they can't move back into their family because their family, you know, is like not responding or just doesn't want anything to do with them. Some of them are drug abusers. There's different side of things, you know. Um, yeah, violent, different. There's, so there's, it's it's difficult for Tanzania to deal with this right now. What is the solution, Pat? I don't know. That's a tough question. For some reason, I was just thinking of nursing homes in the United States. Like people can't take care of. You know, what, what if the, what if these people in Tanzania have to work all day and they, they don't trust these people being at home by themselves? And so that's why they put them in this hospital. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely be what it is. Um, you know, what if they don't have confidence in themselves to take care of them? I'm sure oftentimes that's what it is. I think, that, you know, that's definitely. I mean, they're dealing is. with something that they they have never personally experienced. That's probably similar with adoption and stuff like that. Probably is probably many. Parent, just parents and you know like people that put up kids for adoption that are just scared of that they, they don't can't know take how to handle yeah, they don't know how to handle it so they just leave it up to somebody else well maybe it is what's best for these people you know but <laughs> i don't know yes don't, so your question is how do these people get out of the hospital or how do these people's families fix the problem pat fix oh, okay <laughs> be a little specific yes yes um well how do we get these families to want to take back how do we you can't. You just don't want to keep increasing the mental health, you know, facilities. Well, size. then I think you give them a guideline of, you know, how to take care of these people, what to look for when something's strange, you know, how to just like give them a manual. Give them you know? a manual. Just can you write it up? Can I personally yeah. <laughs> write it up? No. Can a doctor okay. write it up? Probably. Okay. Just give them a little booklet or, and say, know, "Here you go." Maybe pay to have an in-house like care person. Okay, you know who's calling me right now? Who? It's Jerome Butler again. <laughs> yeah, I, but he, I did not tell him we were recording at this time. I'm gonna put him on the air real fast. Hey, Jerome. What's up, Jared? Am I calling you? Okay, time. Yeah, we're actually recording the podcast again right now. <laughs> really? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Hi, Jerome. Hey, Jerome. Hey, how are you? Good, 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 good. Hi. I think we're disappointed with that. I, yeah. I'm on, my, on the road to recovery. Okay, good, good, good. So uh, what did you have to say? Uh, why was I calling? Yes. <laughs> well, I just was calling you to thank, thank you for having me on the show, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great, and that's then great. I, then I listened to your podcast and uh, was quite, quite, quite good. Great, good. great. Share it with the uh, share it with some friends. <laughs> I, I absolutely will. I absolutely will. All right. Um, All right. Carry on, gentlemen. Okay. Thank you, Jerome. Thank I will you, call Jerome. you back at another time when we're not recording an episode right. of Chub Stuff. I bring the beers. Okay. Bye. I bring the beers. Jerome. Uh, Jerome shout out to Jerome. Uh, featured on episode twenty-four of Chub Stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I saw a picture of him dressed up like Han Solo. Yes. <laughs> it is real. It is real. It is real. Anyway, okay, so that's the issue. Tanzania, you know, not great. No. 
Not great. But, yeah, you know what? That's why we it. talk about it. That's why we talk about it. So we bring awareness to Tanzanian news. Otherwise, nobody's talking about it. And if nobody's talking <laughs> about it, nobody's doing anything about it. There you go. You're welcome. Okay. Well, let's just skip right over to the Brendan Fraser movie All review. All right. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. When these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's toying with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I look like a big old steak with legs. This movie is a classic, and in classic, I mean one that probably no one should ever spend the time watching. It's a classic bummer. It's a classic bummer. Okay. This is, I could just Sweet. tell. another Sean Astin, dude. <laughs> I think last week we had a Brendan Fraser. But anyway, this movie is Mrs. Winterborn, 1996, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. I'm just kidding. It's based on the book, I Married a Dead Man. Anyway. Well, I, I can't wait to read that book. <laughs> read the book. Maybe the book's better than the movie. A lot of times they say that happens. And it is true sometimes. Anyway, right away I could tell this was about a, you know, a mid-90s. It seemed like a made-for-TV movie. Maybe it was not, but it just had that kind of vibe to me. Just that kind of like, just the way it was like colored, very dreamy sequence type of thing. It was kind of just weird. Anyway. Mrs. Winterborn, 1996, starring Brennan Fraser. He plays two characters in this. I'll get to that. Uh, Shirley MacLaine, she is Brennan Fraser's mom in this. And she was in, I, I recognize her from Bewitched. She was also in Steel Magnolia. She's kind of an older lady with red hair. I think then, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Then Ricky Lake. I knew the name, but I was like, what do I know her from? And the only thing I'd ever seen her in was VH1's Charm School I watched a long time ago when I used to watch bad VH1 reality shows. Anyway, you recognize the name, correct? It sounds, yeah. Anyway. I recognize the name. I do not recognize the face. Yes. And I didn't know, like, almost any of the movies she was in. Anyway, knew this one. Uh, Not great. Here's the whole storyline. So, Ricky Lake's character, uh, she is... Kind of just randomly moves to New York, gets pregnant from some random guy. Then she, you find this all out in the first 15 minutes of the movie, so this is ruin anything. This should, you know, this is the basic storyline. No spoilers in this one. Anyway, she uh, gets pregnant from this guy. Then she goes randomly on this train, but she goes to the wrong, she's meaning to go to like, I don't know, downtown New York, but instead she ends up getting on a train to Connecticut. On the train, she meets Brendan Fraser, who's kind of looking, he's very hippie-ish looking and all this kind of stuff. Super nice to her, and he sees that she's kind of struggling. At this point, she got pregnant, and the guy, like, just dumped her, and she was kind of on the streets. And she gets on the train, Brendan Fraser's on the train. Brendan Fraser, like, brings her to, like, his own private cart on the room, and he's got Brendan Fraser's, like, wife in there, and Brendan Fraser's wife's pregnant. And they're, like, super buddy-buddy. Like, everybody is just super nice to each other, um, even though, you know, the wife was just okay with, you know, him just bringing this random pregnant girl. Like, in the, just kind of this weird scenario. Anyway, Brendan Fraser and uh, the, the train ends up getting derailed, crashes. Boom. Boom. And the only person that survives out of that group is Ricky Lake. Brendan Fraser dies. Brendan Fraser's wife, who's pregnant, dies. She's fine, though. Ricky Lake's fine with the baby. Baby's fine. Uh, she wakes up in the hospital, and apparently somehow they got the identifi- identification confused and thought that Ricky Lake was Brennan Fraser's wife that died. Nobody had ever seen Brennan Fraser's wife, so nobody, none of his family knew what she looked like. And they, Brennan Fraser was on the visit to visit his family and introduce him to his wife. Um. So they all thought Ricky Lake was Brendan Fraser's real wife, and Uh-oh. the baby inside her was Brendan Fraser's baby. Anyway, so then the whole it's whole antics of like you know she's trying to lie to the family, and the whole thing. Other, I'm confused. She has a baby with her. She had a baby from this guy that knocked her up. Oh, so they think that that's the. Baby. They think it's a baby of Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. and basically, uh, 
she then also, of course, there is a Brendan Fraser's twin is still alive, looks exactly like him. So Brendan Fraser stars in the whole movie, even though one of his characters dies in the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> he plays Hugh and Bill Winterborn. Do they look exactly the same or did they mix up the appearance? They just made one bit? of them look more hippie-ish than the other. Okay. Uh, and then so the whole thing goes like that. That's the whole storyline. And then it goes from there. So her trying to lie to the family, the whole thing. Movie was, I mean, it was, was it unwatchable? No. Was it good? No, not at all. I would say it's a, it is on the scale, we'll review the scale real fast. Uh, a Sean Astin is a bottom third Brendan Fraser movie. A Pauly Shore is a middle tier Brendan Fraser movie. And a Brendan Fraser is a top tier Brendan Fraser movie. This is a Sean Astin. He's in a, he's in a commercial recently too, a Sean, Sean Astin. Astin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Anyway. Uh, so this one's not fantastic. I would not recommend it. You can find it on Comcast if you really want to watch it. You know, what's the commercial about? Uh, they're talking about it's a bunch of people making Rudy references. Oh, and then, but... and then he he's like, he's you know, probably that was twenty so years sick ago. Of being Rudy. That's what he says. That's what he says. He's like, that was twenty years ago. Can we not, you know, talk about that? Okay. Moving on. Uh, I was gonna say a good way to judge. I went to one of those jump things the other day with the trampolines with my friend Daniel. He's in nice. from Antigua. Were you the uh, oldest person there? Well, I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him were by far the oldest people there. There was a couple people there that were... Actually, that's not true. There was a few people that were jumping that were a little bit older than us. Most of them, obviously, vast majority were teens, preteens, that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, I just noticed there was a dodgeball. We were playing dodgeball. Uh, and the kids that don't go out in dodgeball... The kids that get hit and don't go out, I feel like that's, that's a good lame. lame. But I just feel like as a, if I was a dad watching my kid get hit in dodgeball, I'd be like, you got to improve your dodgeball games, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, that's a bad sign, you know, as a youth, if somebody thinks, you know, Poor that's, if that's your kind of, if that's your kind of, yeah, exactly. If that's your kind of mindset is like, oh, if I get hit, I don't have to go out. You know, am I, am I a little jaded? Sure. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I still don't think it's right for, you know, you know, so I don't know. I just feel like it's a bad way to, it's a bad mindset to have that you can get hit. I think it just is a, it's a trigger for other behavior similar in the future. That's more of a big deal. Just follow the rules, man. Follow the rules or make your own rules. I guess. Speaking of like getting knocked out yes. on New Year's Day, I went to CMP Tactical Laser Tag. I've heard of it in Frankfurt. Yes, a lot of fun. But when you so when you get out, yeah. you're out. Like there's this thing on top of your head that's just like man down, man <laughs> down. You just can't yelling hide. at you. Yeah. Well, you have to go back to check in where you started before Got your it. gun will work again. Oh, okay. Okay. So would you recommend that to people like the tag? It was laser, a lot of fun. Much, much better than just your traditional like Brunswick Zone laser oh, tag. It's it's the real deal, man. Yeah. I mean, there's like a course and there's rooms and mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. You play different games. Okay. And but man, it got hot in there. Yes. Yeah, I was exhausted after, and we only did laser tag for about an hour. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Hey, that's your recommendation. It was a lot of fun though. Tell them Chubb Step sent you. Wear, yeah, wear some dry fit clothes. Ooh, okay. Don't, don't wear a hoodie. Shout out to Nike Dry Fit too. <laughs> we're at it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so what else do you have, Pat? Uh, I think I saw three professional football teams applied to have a lease in Los Angeles. Ooh. It was the St. Louis Rams, San Diego Chargers, and Oakland Raiders. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't. I, I think I don't think I read that they're actually moving there. But. I think I think a city like. LA should have a team. I mean, there's teams, there's two teams in New York. I just, I disagree with two out of the three teams that are trying to move there. I, I could see what ones do you disagree with? I think keep it San Diego. The San Diego Chargers have always been the San Diego Chargers. Yes. Yes. Okay. And here's where you might disagree with me. I think Oakland Raiders belong in Oakland. That's what to, I was going to disagree Opposed with. to St. Louis belonging in St. Louis because yes. St. Louis is originally from Los Angeles. You but Oakland was Dickerson. also in L.A. As they well. were for a little while, yes, but they were okay. from Oakland. That's like the okay. L. Davis were from Oakland. They yeah. moved to Los Angeles, and they won a couple Super Bowls when they were in Los Angeles, but it's not mm -hmm. the same identity to me. Here's here's my thoughts is that just all – to me, it's all just like give some people in the area something to 
Then the create a new team. They they made the Houston Texans. Yeah, but they you, made you create... the Carolina Panthers. They yeah, made I know, the but you have, the you have to make two new teams. You're gonna make one new team. You can't have an un, uneven number of teams. Okay, it well. doesn't work. So and then and then right now you've an even number of teams in each of the divisions. Mm-hmm. So really, you got to make. Like you got to make two. Eight. Is what you're saying. You so somebody's got to go to Los Angeles. But so then, I just. I, I I'm glad we but agree on San Diego. San Diego, I say I stay. The reason for those fans. The reason, yes, the reason I'm saying Oakland moved to LA is because you've got the 49ers it's right closer. there. Literally, 49ers are, you know. I just I'm a secondary Raiders fan. Okay. Kind of. Well, you're biased then, Pat, and so now you're a your little biased. Opinion is va- it's just, not valid. I feel like they have more of an identity in Oakland than St. Louis has in St. Louis. Because nobody yes. goes to the games anymore. They went to the games when they were the greatest show on turf. That's yes. a bandwagon fan base. Yes. No, that is true. That is true. But at least St. Louis is not like... St. I mean, Louis is not that big of a market either. No. But do you need two in San Francisco area? Do you need Oakland and San Francisco? I don't so think I, there's right. that big How of a... How far apart are they? Because I don't Very close. Know. They're very close. Like right across the river. Well, here's the other thing, too, is like San Francisco just moved. They're not in San Francisco anymore. Yes, but it's still the San Francisco's team. It's the same fan base. I understand what you're the New York saying. Gi- New York Giants play in New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, so, so it's, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. it's just an opinion thing. Yeah, it is an opinion thing. I, I agree and that Los biased. Angeles, it, it would bring more money to the league. I understand why they want to do it. They're, they're going to build a new stadium. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super sweet, I bet. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you have one, Pat. That's what this of podcast course. is all about. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to Oakland in that once. Okay, now moving on. I was going to talk about what you would have on your gravestone, Pat, because very likely you're not going to make it much longer, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ideally not. Ideally okay. not. But let's just say H- How much longer, Jared? No, you... I don't know. In fact, let's, if let's I'm dead, everybody listen to this episode. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He'll know, he'll know it's me. So... I was, there was this random trivia thing the other day we were playing and they had some guy and they said, what was his, what did it say on his gravestone? And it says, and it was like, don't. And then there's a bunch of options. And one of them was like, don't try, don't be a snitch. But it was like all this other thing. And I was trying to think what the end of the thing, the guy's thing, he was some poet, I think. And this is, he actually had on his gravestone, don't try. (sighs) Okay. What would you have? Uh, I just I think it would be hilarious to have "Don't be a snitch" I'd on my it. gravestone, just like out of nowhere, just like no, you know. Let's say I'm like you know key, some grandpa. I'm dead. I'd quote DJ Khaled. I'd be like, "The key to success is to not die." <laughs> the key to success is to not die. Yeah, that would be a good one. He didn't actually say that, but he no, but I know what you're saying success. the key to success. And would you have the key emoji? Yes. And on your on your yeah. yeah emojis will. Oh man, could I see could I see emojis as a thing? On gravestones? On gravestones? I don't know. In the future? Here's the thing. I feel like people who get gravestones are religious. I feel like people who aren't religious, like, don't do that whole thing. I feel like they get cremated. Is that true? I don't know if it's true. That's no. just that I think. Every, everybody, Basically, everybody I know has been buried with a gravestone. Okay. So, I guess I'm not a good person to ask. There's probably other people. So... Okay, well, I could see emojis being a thing, but it would be too far if somebody, you know, like I could see like somebody who's a teen, loves texting, they have some, emo- you, you know, maybe you they die have young. The, the little finger point into the ear. The finger, I love the finger point in the ear emoji. That would, you know, but I wouldn't it's have two that. Emojis. I wouldn't have that it's on two my. I wouldn't have one. an emoji on my. I don't love them as much as you know other people. Yeah, I don't. I used yeah. them right when I found out I had them, and then I stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You're welcome, Pat, for you know whatever you're doing. Okay. Um... What else do you have? Uh, okay, there was – I was going to talk about it, about the Bears game. I forgot to bring it up. There was a girl wearing a Packers hat to Soldier Field. Mm. Like a Packers winter hat and a Packers jersey. Just for fun? Just Neither. Yeah, <laughs> why? are playing the Lions. I know. Congratulations. Everyone in the yes. stadium hates you. Why yes. do that? And the Packers got destroyed that day. They're, they're, they're messed up. Right On now. Sunday, the Packers got destroyed. It's so. Great. Yeah, why do you do? Why, I mean, why do people feel the need okay, to do that I, kind of stuff? Okay, I was stuff? guilty of doing that one time, just once. I went to well, my friend from Ireland. Shout out to Mike O'Donnell. Shout out to Mike O'Donnell. Yeah. He listens to the show sometimes. Good. Yeah, Mike was in town and he had tickets to a Cubs game. I didn't want to go. I'm like, look, man, I'll take you to this Hawks game. This that. Yeah. I don't want to go to a Cubs game. Cubs, he yeah, he didn't know anybody else here. Yeah. 
So he's like, I got. My parents told me I gotta see Wrigley Field. You know. Okay. So I went. I wore like neutral color clothes, but I just put a hat on that I always wore, and it was a sock. It, it was an '83 socks hat, so it was like blue and red, so it kind of blended in a little bit. Okay. I just put it on backwards, you know. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't make. I didn't cheer for the other team, nothing like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Went to a Cubs game this year because I got invited to go. I just wore like my high school alumni T-shirt. Yeah, you know why be that guy? Exactly. Exactly. I agree. It brings I agree. attention to yourself in yeah. a negative way. Agreed. Agreed. You know, if you're trying Unnecessary. to make, make a statement, congratulations, you've upset a ton of people. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't stand that stuff. Like, yes. uh, okay, maybe I was a little more upset because it was a Packers thing, and you know, it, it wasn't like random, like the Tennessee Titans or something like that. Yes, I agree with that. But yeah. it's like, you know, the Lions and the Bears fans both don't appreciate you. Very Why true. are you here? Number yeah, two. you're bringing. You're doing nothing. Yes, exactly. I'm sure she was there for same. You know, she got invited. Probably didn't want, yeah, yeah, didn't, yeah, got invited. Trying to. She probably took a friggin' Instagram picture. Oh, I'm at the Bears game. Yes. Check me out. I got my Packers hat. Oh yes, yes, yes. I hate this world. Yes, I hate what you choose to make it, Pat. I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, how about a little game that we haven't done in a while? Uh, celebrity. Who would you rather start a small business with? <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Give me. Uh, give me two letters. H. Okay. F. Okay, the H is going to be Hillary Duff. Sweet. And what is what's the other one? F. F. E F F man. E F F. I got it. Um. Ooh, there's not a lot of Fs on this list. Fergie. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hillary Duff or Hillary. Fergie. And give me another Hillary letter. Duff. <laughs> give me another letter. Uh. Y. Okay. Um. Y2K. It's gonna be it's gonna be a place that sells yo-yos. So what? it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a little the like best you could come up with. Well, yes, for currently for how fast it's gonna it be like yoga. Okay, fine, a yoga, yoga studio. Pants. No, not yoga pants. How the store YouTube is yoga channel. pants. Okay, who would you rather start a YouTube channel with, Pat? Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff or Fergie? Hillary Duff. But it's all covering Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want someone from Black Eyed Peas. Like, it has to be an outside opinion, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's still Hillary Duff, no matter what. For, does Fergie bother you? <laughs> Not so much. No. Not so much. Yeah. You're I've, just actually, a I've actually seen her in person before. At, at the Sox? At the I saw her. Yeah, she was, at, yeah. she was wearing a Los Angeles Dodgers thing. Again, I don't know. <laughs> wearing another especially was she throwing out a first pitch no okay no, she was there with a uh, guy from transformers were they were the dodgers playing no the twins were playing I, what's his name josh duhamel i don't know he's from uh yeah he's from transformers oh okay i'm sure i know him if i saw him but i want to say he's he's a minnesota twins fan okay got so it he, he was wearing his twin stuff and she got was wearing it. Her dodger stuff yeah, just no, don't no, wear. Like, you don't. Yeah, they, they just. I didn't meet her. I just. I, they stopped in the room to say hello. You just need a generic sports. Uh, you know. Just wear colors. Yeah. Just wear neutral colors. Neutral colors. Yeah. Yeah. What's a safe one? What's a safe one to do? White. White. Yeah, every team basically has white in yeah. their logo. Almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Either blue or black. After that, wear white and blue jeans. You know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Stop making a statement about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, then I just got one or two little things left, Pat, and they're not that important. But, you know, people want to hear even about the non-important stuff. They say, I get, like, these emails all the time. Okay, here was one thing. Uh, when I was at that trampoline place, there was a couple there that from the side, this would be a much better story if this were actually the case, but from the side, it looked like the guy – like it was like a mom who was like 45 and the kid was like 16 and they were dating and they were like, you know, kissing at this place, making out at the this kid place. Was 16. He, he was, he had to be, well, okay. He was, uh, you know, mi- maybe he was 17, 18, maybe, but he was at the place. Maybe I was lady that looked a like chick. a mom who looked like a mom, but from 45. the side, but then straight on, she was clearly his age. But at the time me and my friend were so disturbed and I didn't know, like, what would you like? I don't even know. Well, like, first how of do all, yeah. public display of affection. Yeah. Keep, like teens, oh, man, teens. Yeah, that's a teen move. That is a teen move. Like, keep. I don't want to see that. Yes. And then, yeah, if it looked a little wrong, <laughs> I'd definitely be like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> oh God. Would there ever be a point where you'd stop, 
where you'd like say like what's going on here no no i don't no, think so either i don't bud in the head yeah it's yeah i agree i agree just because I wouldn't do it myself doesn't mean... What if he has, like, that Gary Coleman disease where he always looks like a kid? That's a good question. You know what, Pat? That's a very good point. Sure enough, the one time you'd say something to be like the kid, it was like Andy Milanakis, and he was, you know, much much younger than he actually looked. Uh, or much older than he actually looked. But, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Just stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the last thing I had to say was that I was... The cool thing about singers, which I you kind of the power of music, you know, power of music, it gets it's getting you to travel across the country to see a band. But I was in a, I was at a place the other day where this little girl was singing, and it was so good. She was like eight, and it was so good that the whole place was like silent, and it was just crazy, and. Just shout out to good singers, I guess. Music is that art, really man. didn't have any. No, no, to no it, I but. get what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I what what I'm trying to do going across is ridiculous. I definitely can't afford to do it, but it's you know it's something I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. and you know music just makes you feel good. Yeah, you know, not as good as this podcast. Oh, but close. Light years. Away. Light years away. Light years away. Exactly. Um, well, that's about it. Oh, for the show. The show is ending. The show is ended. Oh man! But we want to tell everybody to review the show on iTunes. Give us the proper rating, and also give us a review, and then we'll read it on the show. Email us at email the show at chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Tell a friend about the show. Get some more listeners on the show, and then we can make the show better. You know, some more contribution. We can know what to do, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Pat more. Pat with more hats. Path with less, less hats, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Also, I have few people have done this, but also if there's a favorite part in an episode that you like, you can send an email with like, oh, give us a time code. Like, you know, I don't know, 37 minutes, 20, 27 seconds, and then I'll use it as a drop on the show. If it's good, just let me know and I'll make it up. So thanks for listening. 2016, 2016, man. baby. The show has ended. Now you know you got to go. You know what they're thinking about? Promiscuous sex.